0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: 15 to 34 Brickyard Road. We've also got a 390 and a 314. We've seen parties before, but this ain't nothing like we've ever seen. It's up Crazy.
2: the chain. I'm your host Xvon Mason and we are starting a brand new year. Welcome to two thousand nineteen. This is the first show of our season and already we have people in our in our calling queue because we're starting a new show tonight which I'll tell you about shortly. But first of all I want to say thank you for continuing to support this show As you all know, this show is heard in over 200 countries With 250,000 plus listeners with all the podcast we do And we're heading into our third year Can you believe it? July of the something or another The first or second will be our third year doing this show And we have grown like crazy We have helped and encouraged so many artists to reach beyond that that they think they can do and because of it there have been successes they didn't even know they were going to get so thank you each and every one of you now as you all know there's two ways to get on this show you can come on this show as a guest or you can become a sponsor for the show and and before you say but I can't afford it yes you can I'm not in it to get rich that is not what I do I'm in it to give you the exposure as an artist and author a, a passionate person that has a platform, I'm in it to give you the exposure that you need and places that, that you will reach that you might not have thought you could reach before. Contact me at off the chain radio at Yahoo.com and I will tell you how to do both of those things. And before we get started with our new show tonight, I want to welcome a new sponsor to the show. Dirt Road Sunset. They were on the show right before Christmas. They are absolutely amazing. They have songs available to purchase on iTunes, Reverb Nation, Amazon, CD Baby, and all the proceeds from these sales go to support Breast Cancer, Children's Hospital, the Disabled American Veterans, and CERT. That's capital C E R T. Training of Canine Search and Rescue and Service Dogs. Now, these are indie artists, ladies and gentlemen. They don't go out and make the big bucks. They don't have a PR person to do all their their PR work for them. These are guys that are up in the mountains of, of Philadelphia and, and, and Pittsburgh and all up in there, and they do it all by themselves. So check them out, Dirt Road Sunset. They are absolutely amazing. Traveler Pelton, as you all know, has been on this show before, and she's going to be on this show again this month. But as all of her fans know, her newest book, The Importance of Family, came out at the end of December. She is back with all the political intrigue, hard science fiction, and adventure her fa- friends have come to expect from her tales. And Book Eight of the Generations of the Oberlin Family Chronicles, Noah, Volant, Kai, Zaniel, Jasmine, Scott, Gabriel... Katrana and their families chase through the world, pitting their family resources, intellect, and espionage network against the Brotherhood, erecting protective domes all over their safe houses and laboratories as they are labeled traitors and the military is sent to take them into custody. As the plant's plant life dies from the sickened water, the mutations spread throughout the animal kingdom. The Oberlins are made the scapegoats for all the world's problems. When Mike and Alexander are kidnapped, Noel has to call in help from the worldwide family to bring them home. As the family worldwide retreat to the domes, they wonder if they will hold through military bombardment. Will the Earth survive or has the destruction of the environment and the population plummet gone too far to recover? Will only the people of the domes make it to the next millennium? This book and all of Traveler's books are available on Amazon. Just type in J Traveler Pelton, and you'll be taken to her page. Have a look, download, some for yourself to enjoy in all those cold, dark, and long winter afternoons when you just want to stay in. God bless, and don't forget to leave them a review on Amazon. they are always appreciated. You can also visit Traveler on her webpage, Traveler Pelton, and she says God bless. Diane Moat, who has been with me since, oh, two years now, Her third book in her Sam Holden series is called Dog Bones. Sam's quest to avenge abused animals is threatened when the FBI comes after her on one side and the commissioner wants her dead on the other. Will her double life be exposed? Will Sam be able to protect the animals, her friends, and herself? Check out Dog Bones by Diane Mote. everywhere e-books are sold. And ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't started this cute little series yet, Start with Dog Gone. Again, all those books are by Diane Moat. Now, let's get down to tonight's show. Way back middle of last year, I had a guest on the show. Her name is Nancy Quinn. She is an author. She is also a wildlife artist. I mean, she does some phenomenal artwork. She's also a fantastic author. She'd been on the show a couple of times, and I had this brainstorm that I threw at her, and she fell for it. I don't know what I did, but she fell for it. So what we decided to do is we, once a month, we would have a show called News from the Mountain. It is Nancy's show. I am just here to facilitate it. So join us as we begin a new chapter here on Off the Chain with a new show hosted by Nancy The show is called, again, News from the Mountain. She will tell us what's going on in her part of the world and the mountains of Montana. This should be fun. So, Nancy, welcome. We already have a caller. Caller, what is your name, please? Jean. Jean, welcome to the show. Hang on one more second, and let's get Nancy in here, too. Nancy, honey, welcome. I am excited. Just take it and run with it. The, sh- the floor is now yours, and Jean is with us.
3: Oh, great! Great, thanks, Yvonne, and hi, Jean. Um, hey. Let me just Hope wish you're doing everybody. Good oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> We're both talking at the same time. Um, before we start here, let me just wish everybody a happy new year, and I'm wishing all good things for you all in in 2019. Um, since You know this isn't a typical news program. I really want this show to be a respite from the stress of the world and have it be an uplifting hour um, where we can share a laugh and a smile together. And so my goal is basically to give everybody a Western adventure without getting your boots muddy. And we can talk about our crime wave, so to speak, here in the county, Um, our weather and our nosy bears, our curious cougars, and, you know, things like that. It's it's really kind of about our wild times here in the Wild West. So, Jean, I'm really excited because you're my very first caller on the first show that we're having. So, so what's on your mind?
4: Uh, first of all, I just wanted to congratulate you, um, number one, for the show and also for your award that you won for your books, uh, Go West, Young Woman, and Say What. West, young woman. Uh, You won the Will Rogers uh, Bronze uh, Award, and I just wanted to congratulate you on that. And uh, I'm just excited. I enjoyed both your books, and I'm glad you got a show now.
3: Oh, thank you so much. That is really, it's so kind of you to call in and say that to me. Um, I'm I'm really grateful for the call. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. Was there something else? Too, that did you have you time for a ask? couple of
4: questions I could ask you?
3: Oh yeah, I'm up for it. Absolutely, ask away.
4: Okay, I just wanted to know. Um, did you know what? At what age did you know that you wanted to be an author? And did you get uh, interested in in uh, art and a wildlife art?
3: Well, you know, the truth is I've always been interested in art. Uh, my dad was an artist, and so I think that my talent and abilities were actually inherited from him um unfortunately he died when i was very young when i was six years old so he was never able to teach me anything but i've always been able to draw and paint and had a real interest in it that's been something lifelong and being interested in wildlife the two just kind of went hand in hand and so i really enjoy drawing all kinds of of animals and birds Um, As far as being an author, I wish I could tell you that it was always my dream to be an author. That is actually something that came to me later in life. And books have always been a big part of my life. I love books. I love to read. But it's only been these past few years, uh, in fact, the book's been only been out, my first book's been out two years, that I really had a dream of becoming an author and thought I might be able to try so I like to tell people that it's a great example of never being too old to try something.
4: Are you, are you working on another book uh, for, as a sequel or a, a third book in the, the series?
3: I am. Uh, actually, I'm working on part three of that Go West Young Woman series. So I'm hoping to get a lot done this winter. The weather isn't great, so I'm... I'm just going to really focus on staying inside and doing a lot of writing, and I'm going to try to get that out to the publisher as soon as I can. So it will be the third part of our story.
4: That's great. I'm glad to hear that. I had one more question if you have time.
3: Oh, I do. Go ahead. I just
4: I just wanted to know if um, what was the biggest uh, you uh, said you lived on a mountain and uh, coming from didn't you come from from Florida up there to live in Montana?
3: Just about. I took a short detour. Um, I did Uh live in Florida. I spent a lot of years there, probably, oh, about 20 years or so, and lived all over the state of Florida because I did conservation wildlife with, um, at that time it was called Florida Game and Freshwater Fish Commission, so you can know how long ago that was. I think now they're merged, aren't they, the the wildlife?
2: Yeah, it's Florida Game and Wildlife now.
3: Okay, Florida Game and Wildlife. Um, so I I did live in Florida for a long time, and I really loved my time there. But when my husband was asked to come to the Pentagon because we're a military family and he was in the Air Force, we did spend some time in D.C., and we actually moved out west when he retired uh, from the Air Force and moved up here onto a mountain.
4: The reason I asked you that, Nancy, was because uh, – you were going through a lot of changes uh, uh, moving up onto the mountain. I was wondering about the altitude, whether it took took some time for you to uh, get your wind and get used to it, and also changing from the military to civilian life and also to that new environment. That must have been uh, a real real hard thing for you at first.
3: You know, that's an interesting question when you talked about uh, moving to a higher elevation. and Yes, to be honest, uh, when I first came out here, I did get a little of elevation sickness. And I really wasn't sure what to do about that. And I found out that apparently I hadn't been drinking enough water. And one of the things I tell people when they come to visit us is to be sure and drink a lot of water during the day. And normally within a day or two, you can adjust to altitude pretty quickly but I found that out kind of the hard way. (laughs) And as far as the rest of the questions go, it was a huge adjustment. And I don't know, we thought we were pretty prepared for it, but I found out that we weren't. And, you know, just like you've read, it, it sounds like you've read the books, a lot of those stories in there talked about how unprepared we were. And some of it was rather dangerous, but luckily, most of it was just rather comical and it was a huge a huge adjustment to the weather to finding wild animals in my backyard and having to having to deal with them. So it's a really big change from uh, living actually anywhere I've ever lived.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, I enjoyed enjoyed both your books. I look forward to the third one coming out and i wish there was some way you could get them into the schools for required reading for the kids uh they were excellent and i love all western books and uh your books were exceptional and i appreciate you uh letting me come on and be with you on your first show
3: well gene i'm completely honored that you took the time out of your evening to call in and have a talk with us so thank you so much
4: you're welcome have a good night
3: okay good night And thank
2: you so so much. If you want to hang out with us, feel free. Um, so let's just start. Before we start with your news from the mountain, since since Jean congratulated you, tell the folks this excellent ex. And there's more
3: to the story. Well, I have to admit, I'm I'm very I'm very excited because I uh, did find out. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to attend this ceremony in Texas, but I did find out that "Go West, Young Woman" was awarded the Will Rogers Medallion Award, uh, the bronze medal. And so, it's it's a real highlight in my life, considering that it's my first book and that is a kind of a prestigious award. But I also found out in a confirmation email that my second book, Stay West Young Woman, which is the sequel, is also going to be considered for the twenty nineteen Will Rogers Medallion Award. So isn't isn't that amazing? <laughs> your
2: your year is starting off with the bang. A new show.
3: Well,
2: Awards. Next you'll be at the Oscars for Best Picture for the Hallmark, Mysteries and in, in whatever it is they call it. <laughs>
3: Well, you know it is my dream to have the book uh turned into a movie, and I'm not quite sure how to pursue that, but I certainly am going to look into it and and see what we can see what we can do about that, but um I'm hopeful yeah I'm it will hopeful. happen
2: it will happen, and with that being said, let's just dive right into your news from the mountain because I know you got a lot of it.
3: I do, I do you know one of the things that even Jean had mentioned was people are curious about how do you live on a mountain and and what is it like? so I went ahead and did a little bit of reading just to get in to the past for a moment of Montana because I wanted to to illustrate that it's it's still different um. I have a cute little little um, article here that I read, and this is something that could actually happen today. But this incident happened October thirteenth, 1943, and it said, a bear and motorcycle collided on the Sealy Lake Road, and the bear and the two cycle riders were knocked unconscious. Oh, no. <laughs> so... The riders, and it has their names here, one was a cook for the parachute jumping squadron and one was a parachute jumper in the civilian public service squadron. So no one was injured here, uh, permanently I mean, but can you imagine living in a place where you're riding on your bicycle and you collide with a bear and and you all get knocked out?
2: I I can't imagine colliding with a
3: bear and living to tell about it. Well, you know, things like that, things like that happen, and we have a lot of animal encounters. So here, this happened in 1943, and then if you move a little, a little further up into the present, um, I again was looking through a section of our newspaper. I write about it in my books, and it's it's our blotter, and people seem to really enjoy some of those those entries that are in there. And so I thought I'd read you another one. Here's one that was back in November, but it said, it reads rather a woman reported she had a horse and a mule show up at her residence. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: okay, and there's a crime there, what, how? And and the rest here the rest of it says a man called reporting the two animals missing, and that he would be in contact with the woman. And you know, this is sort of a Mayberry situation here. And so we uh, often find that people call the local sheriff's department to talk about or ask about things. One woman needed her coffee pot turned off, and and sometimes they call and report things like they saw a skunk in the middle of the road, or or it. So you never know what's going to show up. And these are the kinds of things that I find so charming about a small community. And let's see here, I've got one more that I think will make you smile. So this one reads, a woman reported she's missing a dog that has been gone for about an hour. She later called back and advised she has been contacted and the dog was found in a bar. So I know I know what they meant that I'm sure the dog you know was found at the bar but when I read that I just kept seeing that have you ever seen that painting of all the dogs playing poker at the table yes <laughs> And so when I saw that this said that the dog was found in a bar I just oh I just nearly fell over because I kept seeing this dog sitting at a bar
2: that Just is waiting for Zola to show up. That is hysterical.
3: <laughs> so those are some of the things that I always look forward to um, reading about in the local paper that I kind of consider news, you know, from our mountain. And uh, but on a on a personal level, I do have a couple things too that I can get you caught up on because I thought uh, I'd give you a little bit of a horse update. I know that Oh, yes, and absolutely. Are, yeah, I know you're a big fan of, of Wilson and Whiskey. And for those of you that don't know Wilson and Whiskey, though they're, they're my two horses, and they just about have a, a fan club of their own. Uh, Wilson, in particular, is a, a beautiful a gray gelding. And he certainly has a way with the ladies. And every time I... I post photos about him in social media. They just they just all love him and, and write comments. And I had to tell you this one I saw the other day. had a picture of, of Wilson, and he likes to stick his tongue out and kind of flap it around and talk. He's just got tons of personality. You remember him. You've seen his videos. Uh-huh. And this woman wrote under there, and she said, Oh, Wilson, you're such a Casanova. <laughs> ah! And she had all these little hearts pasted around the word Casanova, and I just thought, yeah, that's that's my Wilson,
2: you know. And and ladies and gentlemen, him. he he is a ladies' man. I I had two horses, and I thought my two horses that were American Paints had personality, especially the baby. But Wilson had had them had them beat hands down. He loves the camera. I've never
3: seen another horse that loved the camera like he does. He does. He does. Every time I bring it out, um, in fact, my YouTube channel has all the videos. It's it's Nancy Quinn Life in the Modern Wild West. And if you go to the video page, I must have now oh, what fifty five, sixty videos up there, and mm-hmm. a lot of them are of the horses and and the horse play and. I I actually have one where I'm trying to film Wilson, and he walks right up to the camera and smacks his nose right into it. (laughs) And that's how much he loves the camera. He sees the camera, and he comes running. You know, look at me, look at me. He's, He's really, he's such a darling boy. And our whiskey, who is our little brown Morgan, although he's a little more reluctant, I do have some videos of him as well. And do you know that... Uh, this spring, he's going to be 32. Is he really? Yes.
2: Wow. He
3: looks, he looks fabulous. He's he's doing very well. And yeah, because when you he, first
2: got him, he was not doing well at all.
3: Well, actually, none of the horses were doing very well, and that leads me to some more news that I wanted to share with you. But you're right. Um, a lot of the horses that... You know, our horses that we get in are kind of ones that maybe not everybody else wanted, but we thought had a lot of value, and he was 25 when we got him. So, yeah, wow. nobody really wanted a 25-year-old horse, but we did. You know, we think he's very important. And we have someone new in our herd. Do you know we have a recent adoption again? No. Yes. Um it's a rather sad story starting out, but it really ends well. We have adopted an Arabian tourist named No, Star. you did And actually, you know, I wasn't looking to bring in someone else, but a friend of mine in a neighboring county got a phone call from the local sheriff, and he asked her to come and take this horse right away, because neighbors had called him. There was a big disturbance, I guess, and when he showed up, this, this woman was severely abusing uh, star. <sighs> and he was terribly worried that the horse wasn't going to survive the night, so he called my friend. She knew she couldn't keep him, but she immediately went over there and picked him up. So she's looking for a home for him, and... I looked him over, and I heard the story, and I thought, oh, I've got to do something. I just felt completely compelled to act, so I called, and I went over to have a look at him, and he had had some type of hip damage. He he was dragging his back leg, and his hip didn't work right, and I know oh, he was so thin, and I felt bad for him, but, you know, he was really friendly, and a lot of times, Horses, dogs, any kind of animal that's been abused, you know sometimes they can be mean or, or just shut down or frightened or standoffish. And he just wanted—he wanted somebody. He wanted a friend. He wanted to be loved. And I couldn't turn that down. So we brought him home, and within weeks he really started doing better. He's gaining weight. He's got... Tons of personality and he's fitting in beautifully. So
2: and what about his hip? Is his hip better?
3: Well, I don't I don't think his hip is gonna get better. Honestly I think there's some permanent damage in there. Uh, we've had the vet out and we basically are just trying to give him some rehab as much as possible. He doesn't drag his leg as much because now that he's getting a little stronger, he can lift his leg higher. Right. But, yeah, he still kind of drags that leg. But, honestly, he gets around really well. He can run. It's a little a little awkward, but he can run. And when we first got him, he was too weak and unstable. He couldn't lay down, uh. and he had to sleep standing up. But now he can lay down. And, in fact, the other... The first time I saw him lie down, I thought, oh, no, something's really wrong, and I went running down there, and he rolled on his back, and he threw his head back, and he let out this huge sigh, and I thought, either something horrible has happened, or you are the happiest horse on earth. And it turned (laughs) out the (laughs) latter. I know. I got down on my knees, and I was rubbing his face, and I said, how are you doing? You know, are you okay? And... And I'm looking at him, and and I thought, hmm. And I saw him roll over again, and he kind of flopped over in the sun. And I thought, you know, I think he might be enjoying himself. But I said, Star, you're kind of scaring me a little bit. Do you, do you think you could just get up and let me know you're okay? And bam, he, he rolled over onto his good hip and popped right up onto his feet. Wow. See, he knew where he needed to be. It's. It's really amazing to me, and it makes me feel... I'm an author. I should have words to describe this. I can't really describe the good feeling that I get in my heart every time I look out and see him because he can be a horse and he's safe. He's putting on a winter coat. He's getting good nutrition. He's happy. He has friends. He has love. And I know why people adopt and bring in animals all the time because it really Uh is so fulfilling and this is a good
2: stopping point so that we can all get a Kleenex, including our listeners, even Glenn. Oh, we have another, another listener on the line, so we're going to go to break. We're going to bring the listener on, and we're going to go to break, and then we'll be right back. This is Off the Chain with our new show, News from the Mountain with author and wildlife artist Nancy Quinn. We're learning all kinds of things, so join us. We'll be right back.
3: Best-selling and award-winning author of true crime and crime fiction, Yvonne
4: Mason is back with a brand new book, The Pink Canary, a book that delves into the life of a drag queen and a marvelous whodunit. You can find this and all of Yvonne's other works on Amazon.com or find Yvonne Mason on Facebook
3: and Twitter.
1: You're going to kill me.
3: Buy your copy of Pink Canary now.
4: Do you have cougars on your porch swing? Are horses your new best friend? Do your nicest shoes get buried knee-deep in snow as your toes turn blue? Are you bothered by wolves at your woodpile? No, not that kind of wolf. Join wildlife artist and author Nancy Quinn and her family as they discover an exciting new life in Go West, Young Woman. A true Montana adventure. Available online and in bookstores. Or visit quinwildlifeart.com for a personalized signed
5: copy. Critics agree, it's a hoot.
1: Germany, 1938.
5: Charlotte, a young girl of 15, wanders into Georg's cobbler's shop to have her shoes repaired. Georg, enamored by Charlotte's charm and grace, decides then and there that he's going to marry her. But they must keep their love a secret from family, friends, and, most importantly, the Nazis. Follow along as Georg's pursuit of the young Charlotte results in the couple traveling a heart-stopping, winding route to stay one step ahead of the Gestapo in their escape from Nazi Germany. With a surprising twist along the way. If you like history and romance, don't miss Good Things Always Happen in Springtime by Joanne Fisher. Available at www.joannesbooks.com.
6: Juliana is a middle-aged housewife in Toronto with a career, a husband that has little interest in her well-being, and three children. In the evenings, she gets on her computer and chats with people around the world. When she gets involved with Aaron and Bobby, her life becomes a pinball, bouncing around her husband, her job, her children, and her two online friends. She's bewitched by the romantic poetry of Aaron, but the honesty and kindness of Bobby bring her all the way to California. Watch for the ironic twist of fate that takes her in a direction she never expected. If you like spicy romances, don't miss With All of Me by Joanne Fisher, available at www.joannesbooks.com.
5: Fiore is a young Italian woman engaged to be married, but her plans are interrupted by a charismatic Sebastian, a handsome middle-aged Spanish businessman. Her beauty strikes him like a thunderbolt sent by the goddess Venus herself. When she's given a peculiar gift, a Spanish doll, she's thrown into a whirlwind of entangled passion, money, secrets, and love.
6: Their romance sparks in a charming little Italian town located on the southern part of Lake Garda in northern Italy and takes them around the globe.
5: What happens when her life is suddenly shattered by a lifelong secret? Her Spanish doll will bring you to a caliente
6: Spain and a romantic Italy,
5: adding some spice along the way. Available at www.joannesbooks.com.
2: And we are back. This is Off the Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, with the host for tonight's show, author and wildlife expert Nancy Quinn, and her new show, News from the Mountain and. Ladies and gentlemen, we are getting an education and a half. And we, Nancy, we have a new caller that I'm sure wants to ask you some questions. Caller's from area code seven seven two. May I have your name, please? Janet. Hey, Janet. Hi. Do you have a call. Do you have a have a question for Nancy? Well, I just want
0: to let her know um, that I listened. To y'all show in July, and then I had spoke with you. I had loved her show so much, and I remember you saying that she will be back next year with news from the mountains. Uh
1: huh.
0: And, here she, is, and here, your, here she
2: is. Here she is. Here she is. First this is my <laughs> girlfriend, Janet. She she lives in my rental house. She's been my friend for years. I couldn't have done without her with, when my husband was alive because she helped me take care of him. And well, that's where I was. That's where I was at that night. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's true. Yeah. So, Nancy, well, she well, had followed you for a minute.
0: All that, I, I was listening to your show, and I, I remember, I, remember I, I just remember us talking about it when you were done with it. And I'm like, wow! I really liked her. That is really cool. And you said she's going to be back next year. Oh well, Janet, that is so wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, awesome. And, and, and
3: then here you are. And here I am. And I'm really glad to talk to you. Is is there a question or something that you had, something you wanted to chat about? Because here I am. Well, just yeah. Well, I, know. I
0: I I'm born and raised in Florida.
3: hmm
0: And uh, you're what in Montana? I am. Okay. And you have a lot of wildlife and excuse my dog. Um wildlife and the stories that you're telling are just so awesome. But, <laughs> so Anna, what part
3: you what part of Florida are you in?
0: I am in Saint Lucie
3: County. Okay. Yeah, so you probably don't have grizzly bears in your yard or or cougars on your swings, huh?
0: No, no, but I will, no. I will find iguana. I'll see a iguana every now and then. Oh, that's interesting. Do you
3: know? Yes. Yeah, she does have an iguana in, in her yard.
0: Yeah.
3: When I was living in Miami, I found a Komodo dragon under my truck. Mm-mm. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Um, you know, down there, they import quite a bit of exotic wildlife, and... So one of the game commission's uh, duties was to inspect these facilities, and so they often get out. I know that even during the hurricanes, they had all kinds of exotics that were released
0: yes, in yeah. environment.
3: But yes, um, I remember coming out to my truck one day and seeing one under there. <laughs> wow! So, it, for
2: for folks that don't know Nancy, because I am sure that a lot of folks have the perception that, yeah, you might live on top of a mountain in Montana, but you're still right smack dab in the middle of civilization, that is not a true statement, correct?
3: Oh, that is completely true. Um, Living up here is nothing like living in a neighborhood or a town, because I don't live in either one. Um, In fact, one of the things we don't have very well up here is cell service. And it's about a mile or so up a mountain road, and it can be pretty dicey in the wintertime. In fact, right now, uh, with the ice the way that it is, our place, we could hold the luge event here. I mean, we could have an Olympic event here. Wow. It's, It's so icy, and we have to get the tractor out and we have to try to break the ice out a little bit, and we have to spread uh, gravel and sand and things as well as plow snow. And, in fact, I have a really interesting video called Are You Smarter Than a Snowstorm? <laughs> 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 because sometimes you have to be that way, and it it talks about what happens and how we manage with some of the terrible snow and cold um, because the animals, put, you know, still have to be fed during that time. And and there's also predators out, the wolves and the cougars. You know, they're hungry. They have to eat in winter too. Right. And
0: well, it's Nancy, a very were, unique were lifestyle. Were you, born, like, born there? I mean, like, were you raised up in that kind of country?
3: I was not. Actually, I'm a Detroit gal. I was born oh, – okay in the outskirts of Detroit, Michigan in Southfield and hmm. had lived and grown up basically in the in the city and, you know, the suburbs and such.
0: Right, and but you were always I, around cold weather though, right?
3: Mostly, but when we moved to Florida, um, I was, how old was I? About 10, I guess, and I hmm. moved to Florida, so we lived there for nearly 20 years.
0: Oh, and okay. I,
3: I got away from the snow and the cold, but I always had an interest in wildlife and animals and nature. And yep, did some yep. work. Yeah, I just love it.
0: It, 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 drew, it drew you back. It drew you back. Yeah.
3: It it did. And I actually prefer, I think, having some acres and living a little further out of town. And I don't know. I've just always been that way. I I kind of like living with the animals. No offense to people. Oh, you know, I don't blame like,
0: you there. <laughs> I, my best friends are animals. Seriously, dumb. Yeah, really. Um, I, I don't blame you there.
2: So it's so it's, it's enjoyable. When for for the for the folks that that are still trying to visualize this, when you make a trip to town, and that's. Putting it mildly, because towns, what I think, an hour away from you or something like that. It's it's not within walking distance or even shouting distance. You have to make sure that you get everything in one trip that you need because you're not going to be able to come back down that mountain for a while, especially during the winter time.
0: Exactly. You yeah. got to have your ducks in a row. Yeah. When well, I was right. like eighteen, I lived in Colorado. We came down from the mountain and got some stuff and went up, went back and. But I've always wanted to be snowed in, just snowed in, like being a comfortable home. I wish it would snow here in Florida. I really do. I really do. And just <laughs> I don't be- know
3: Yvonne. What do you think about that snow in Florida? Well, Nothing. I left she- the cold country.
0: Yeah, she did. <laughs> she did. I can only dream about it. I can only dream about it. But I it would. It, it would. Yeah. Well, bless your heart. Bless your heart with the animals and stuff, because you know what. There's not too many people who really care. Well, no, really there is. I think more and more that care about animals. And God bless you for what you do.
3: Oh, thank you. Um, You know, they are so easy to love. And I'm just happy that I'm in a position where I can bring them in and help them. There you go. Um, You know, I know a lot of people who want to help them, but but they can't for whatever reason. I'm fortunate to where we're set up for it, and so they can come live with me, and I'm glad. Oh, that's so sweet. Nancy, wasn't there a a time
2: when you had a – and, Jean, you might have heard this story. The first time that you had a four-legged critter in either your hammock or one of your chairs outside (laughs) –
1: yeah. <laughs> oh,
2: well, oh. really, we get read yeah, that
3: story because that that's a funny story. Oh, we get all kinds, and um, yeah, I I I kind of know which one you're referring to. At least I I think I do. But do you know how many things have sat in that hammock? <laughs> a bunch. <laughs> you know, um, but <laughs> I think <laughs> I think the one you mean is is about that. That really young cougar that we've had because we have a, we have an older, an older male that is easily 200 pounds. I've, I've never seen one this big before. His head is, his feet is massive, and um, I was a little worried about that one. Uh, But we have a younger one, a juvenile that that comes in too, and they like to get on the swing and and we have a hammock out there and and you know you see the chipmunks laying out and and uh the, the squirrels you know they come on over and uh, so it it seems to be this community gathering place um i've even seen the birds hanging out there so it's kind of popular what is it about that hammock I, you know i begin to think that cats of any any breed or any uh, you know, any of the big cats that they're all kind of cats at heart. And I think they play. And I think that they're curious and because they don't necessarily see something like that out in the wild, they just decided, Well isn't this interesting? I wanna I wanna know what this is. You know, yeah, I bet I think. I put,
0: you are probably right on that one. Absolutely. Yep.
3: I bet if we put this cat is. toys out there or a box or something, they would probably get in.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> they probably
3: would. Now, you did a,
2: a I can't remember if it was just a pen and ink or charcoal of the big cougar, and it was absolutely stunning. I,
3: I could feel that cougar. It was such a good piece of art. Oh, yes, thank you. I I love that one. That is the cougar that visits our place, and it turned into such a popular piece. I have it. On the front of my website, and I actually printed that design on my business cards. You wow! You have a real cougar that
0: visits you. Yes, yeah, she that's does. That's the one that, that comes oh,
3: and awesome. gets. Okay. Yeah, it gets wow. on the swings, and he comes to the yard. There's actually two of them.
2: Wow. Now,
3: th- ladies and gentlemen,
2: there's something. Since we're talking about news from the mountain here, there's something else that Nancy does that she hasn't talked about yet, and I am fortunate fortunate enough to own a piece, and, and I don't take it off because also on the same chain is a heart that has my fingerprint and my late husband's fingerprint, and it's in a broken heart that the guy that took care of my husband's body made for me. So I wear these two pieces together all the time, and I'm going to let you, Get you to tell the folks what it is that I have, and if they are still available, and if not, if you if you still have the other pieces available, because every time somebody sees it, they compliment me on it.
0: Yvonne, that's not that one piece of jewelry you got that one day, and you showed me. Yes. The, um, yes. Oh my God! So go ahead, oh Nancy.
2: Go ahead, Nancy. All right, you know what? Guys? I'm going to have to hang up
0: because my dog's getting real excited here. And I'm okay. hang out. So, well, Janet, thank you, you see so see much for calling it. in. You're welcome. And keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> <Keep> your heart. <laughs>
3: right. Say hi to I your help. dogs for me.
2: <laughs> 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 Bye, honey. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. All right. Now, tell the folks about this piece of jewelry.
3: Well, it's called the Bird of Prey series. And I have a couple of different styles of crosses. And I do have one that has uh, the star, the Star of David. And the one that you have is a small cross that a Merlin uh, bird of prey is carrying. And I started the idea because I wanted to offer some type of a physical reminder that you're not alone. There was a time in my life where I was alone. And unfortunately, during that time, I was quite sick, and this went on for many years. And a friend of mine gave me a little necklace to wear. And so every time I kind of felt bad, I would just hold it. And that inspired me later in life to design these birds of prey, and mine is P-R-A-Y, because I wanted to give that same kind of comfort to other people. And whether you purchase it for yourself or you give it for a gift... The idea is just to make you feel comforted and special, and that it will give you hope. And so I inspire that whole idea in the jewelry. I want my jewelry to give you hope, just like hope is a theme in my books. So it is. It's it's cast. Uh, the designs are cast of sterling silver. That's solid. They're not plated. And the chains are imported from Italy. They have a lobster claw clasp, which I think is one of one of the better ones that you can have. I think they're more durable, uh-huh. and I like them. And the chains are diamond cut, um, so they're just they're just beautiful pieces that are basically keepsakes. And being solid sterling silver, you can pass them on through the generations. You know, they'll last. So I'm so glad that that it did what I hoped it would do, which is oh, absolutely. Give it it
2: did, and, and the thing is, it came at a time when I needed that extra hope in my life. And so when I got the heart from the friend of mine after Jack died, I was going to put it on a different chain, and I thought, you know what, I'm just going to put it on the chain with my my cross and my eagle because that way they'll both be with me all the time, and I never take it off.
3: Oh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. It's really nice that you put put them all together. Oh, yes, and, and I never fail to
2: get compliments on both of them. And you're not going to believe this, but we're getting to the end of our hour. Wow, that was fast, wasn't it? <laughs> it always goes fast. Jean, do you have a last question or statement before we close out the show, my friend?
4: I just wanted to say I've enjoyed the show immensely. It was a very well-done show, and I'm glad you had uh, Nancy on with you. She's my favorite author, and uh, just uh, tickled pink to be able to call in and be part of the show.
2: Well, she will be back next month, so feel free to call in and have a whole new set of questions or statements. Because this is what this show's about. Am I right, Nancy? It's an interactive show that people can learn things about Montana. We didn't even talk about Montana, the state, and how barren it is, and how rugged it is, and how you got to be a certain type of person to be able to survive it, or else it will eat you alive and there's just so much that Nancy's gonna to bring to this show.
3: So Nancy, you know I have to mention, let me cut in for one moment. Go what right you ahead. Said is, really, is really true. There are things out here that can eat you alive. Um, and so it's not it's not for the faint of heart. But Jean, before we hang up, um, can I ask you is is there a couple of things you might want to know for the next show, I'm really thrilled that you called in, and and so happy that you stayed um, for the whole program. Is there some things you might want to know about? And I'll make a couple of notes, and then maybe next time we can talk.
4: Sure. Um, one thing I, I was thinking about was uh, the impact on your family, including your your daughters who were young younger than okay. when you first moved there, sure. and uh, also also on what on how you went about finding well what what you wanted to buy there how you came to that piece of land.
3: Oh, that is a great story. Okay. That I'll is. make sure that yeah. we talk about that one next time. Yeah, how we found the land. Because my next uh, show will be February the 6th on a Wednesday at this same time. So I'm just going to make a few notes here, and we'll definitely talk about some more of these things, too.
4: Well, that's great. And, and I appreciate it, and it was a very good show.
3: Thank you. Thank and you. Think, Jean. Thank you so much.
4: You guys have a good night. Appreciate it.
2: All right, honey. Okay, something
3: so
2: Dancy bye. before before we get go dark here, tell the folks where you can be found, where your books can be found, how they can
3: friend you and um all that good stuff. Okay. Well probably a good starting point would be my website which is quinwildlifeart.com, And that has the links to the YouTube channel, which I certainly hope people will take a moment to look up some of these videos because they're they're a lot of fun, and you can also learn some things from them. I have uh, baking demonstrations. In the back of my books, I like to put the recipes that I talk about in the books so as you're reading and you think oh that sounds like a good recipe you can look in the back and find it and then i do them in demonstrations on the youtube channel so those are are kind of fun to look at so there's recipes there's things about montana there's videos about wildlife that i see out my window that we've had encounters with and i even sing on a couple of the videos there you go that's that's kind of fun uh the books can be found in in any bookstore if they don't happen to be on the shelf you can ask them to order them they're online through amazon and of course barnes and noble places like that and they're also ebooks so you can download them to surprisingly your phone now i know everyone else knows that but i thought you had to have a kindle to, to download the books but nowadays you can download them to your phone to your computer any type of device which shows you how far behind the technology curve I am. <laughs> so, <laughs> Anything that's electronic you can download those books on. It's yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> so yes. That and felt. I hope um if anyone wants to contact me through my website, please do send me an email. Always happy to talk with folks and, and chat with them and answer their questions and so tonight was a big thrill for me and I'm really looking forward to the future programs.
2: And would it would it be fair to say if they wanted to, for you to bring up something particular, they can either contact you on Facebook or through your website and, and pose their question, and you can answer it here or next month?
3: Absolutely, and that's an excellent idea. I do have a Facebook account. People are welcome to send in requests. And I actually have a great group on Facebook, and it's called Creative Country Lifestyles um, with wildlife artist and author Nancy Quinn, but uh, if they want to join that group, it, there's a whole bunch of nice folks in there, and we all talk about different things about animals and decorating and baking and country lifestyles. And, and so I run the group, but it's for everybody to join in and participate. So that's another good way to, to contact me and kind of keep up to date on what's going on.
2: And what's the name of our show on Wednesday night, the first Wednesday of every month, now at 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time?
3: News from the Mountain.
2: With author and wildlife artist Nancy Quinn. I hope you all have enjoyed this debut show as much as, as Nancy and Jean and I have. It has been informative and Janet, fun. don't forget Janet. <laughs> and Janet, and Janet, can't forget yeah. Janet. And so... Share this show, ladies and gentlemen And remember what I said at the end of every show We're all on a journey So when you're out and about Doing your daily errands And and meeting strangers Smile at them Find something kind to say about them Because you don't know what burden they're bearing And and, uh, ladies and gentlemen If you want to achieve greatness Please stop asking permission Because nobody's going to give it to you You're already great Your children are already great Just show them how to be great Because they're already there They are our future The show will show up on archives As soon as we get off from here And it uploads I will be posting it on my Facebook pages And I will tag Nancy And she will post it everywhere And Jean, feel free to take it And post it anywhere you desire, my friend And spread the word It will also go up on iTunes And YouTube and FM.com radio. Two shows on iHeartRadio, it will go up on Spreaker and SoundCloud. It will also go up on Reverb Nation. So until tomorrow night at 9 o'clock Eastern Daylight Time, this is Yvonne Mason with Off the Chain with the new show News from the Mountain with author and wildlife um, artist Nancy Quinn. And we will be back tomorrow night, but Nancy will be back next month. Until then, we say good night.
3: Good night, and thank you. Thank you so much, Yvonne. I'm much obliged for the opportunity.
2: You're welcome. Okay, we're off the air, but, of course, everything we say now, remember, will show up in the archive show. I just want to say, Jean, thank you so much for hanging out with us. And, Nancy, you did an excellent job,
3: my friend. I am so proud of you. Oh, (laughs) thanks. Um, I'm sure that I will get slightly more polished as we as we progress here, but I think it went all right for our first time.
2: It went perfect.
3: It's live radio <laughs>
2: for crying out loud. You just go with it.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> when I think of when I think of it, I think just think of Johnny Carson. All the years that Johnny Carson had his show, he never knew what was gonna happen. Some nights he totally lost control of the entire show. <laughs> that's true, that's true. I used to watch his program. So just think of that, and just think about how much fun he was, how popular he was, and how long he lasted, and just go with it. It, it Be surprised. When you just relax and run with it, it's so much fun, and it goes by so quickly. Well, far.
3: it was. It was enjoyable, and I was surprised that the, the hour went by so quickly. And I made some notes, and I'll be looking to see if anybody writes in some things that they want to know, and so we'll uh, – We'll get prepared and and have another show again on February the 6th. I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be great. All
2: right, my darling. Jean, once again, thank you for for staying with us and for listening and for offering your insight. Your questions were great. I appreciate them so, so much. I know Nancy does. Yes, for sure. Thank you. And with that, Nancy, thank you, my darling, for for taking the show and owning it and, and taking an hour out of your life. And try to stay warm up there on that mountain and, and come down when spring thaw comes. Try not to get too snowed in.
3: Well, you know, I'm trying. In fact, I'm trying to get down <laughs> long before spring, believe me. <laughs> All right. Well, until next week, if you have any
2: questions or or need any insightful things or, or whatever, you know how to reach me. And I appreciate you, and I will get this show up as soon as it archives, and we'll start spreading the word.
3: Great, great. I will. As soon as you let me know, I'll start sending out the links because I did have some people that were wanting to um, uh, listen to it later, you know, at their convenience. Okay. They couldn't participate tonight. So No worries. You. So okay. until
2: then, I will wish you all a good evening.
3: Okay. Good night, Yvonne. Good night, Jean. Good night. <laughs> Bye. Good night, guys. <laughs> Bye-bye.